Hello everyone, I'm DP, and welcome back to Peculiar Pastimes. The show about weird, strange, and wonderful hobbies, the history behind them, and the very human heart that connects us to them. This episode's topic, podcasting. Very meta, I know. I assume everyone knows what a podcast is. After all, you're listening to one right now. As I was thinking up ideas for what would be a good closer to season one of Peculiar Pastimes, my mind very quickly went to podcasting. It's a uniquely digital form of media. Much like YouTube or live streaming, we now have the opportunity and know-how to make our own forms of mass media. It's never been easier to make a podcast. But if you can look at the release dates and times that Peculiar Pastimes has been released over the past 10 weeks, you'll also find out that it's never been harder. <laughs> Most of the podcasts were released more or less on time, usually targeting a Wednesday morning release. Some of them didn't make it on time, and the ones that didn't make it I consider to be experiments in changing posting times. Maybe failed experiments, but they were experiments, whether intentional or not. Podcasting is a very new medium, first created alongside the birth of the internet. Its content roots, the things that actually make up the content of podcasting, are much older, though still not ancient, depending on how you look at it. Podcasts very much take the form of an on-demand radio program. In the heyday of radio, you could hear voice-acted stories, often called radio dramas, classic news commentaries, color commentary, sometimes vaudeville or variety shows. The radio used to be a central piece of entertainment in the house where the whole family would be able to gather around. It was later replaced by the television, which radio stations actually very easily jumped into. But the actual podcast came about in a sort of different way. Part of the reason podcasts grew to prominence, and the reason they're so easy to get and find these days, is because of a technology known as an RSS feed. There's a number of different meanings for the acronym, but one I like is really simple syndication. It's a system that allows the easy dissemination and distribution of files over the internet. It started out with simple news feeds and websites like blogs, but eventually turned into podcasting. You could create a news feed of different websites and articles that would automatically be filtered there with titles and descriptions. And then eventually you could get audio files and album covers. Eventually you could get audio files over it. That's actually still how podcasting works today. You have to set up an RSS feed with each podcast and submit it to the major podcast players. It's actually quite simple. You can upload a new episode to the hosting service of your choice, and it will automatically get put on whatever services you have registered your RSS feed to. But the main problem is that it's not hard to get your podcast out there, but it is hard to make. I've learned a few different things over the course of this podcasting project. And the first one is that podcasting is very difficult. While the technological bar and barrier to entry has dropped quite substantially, 
the difficulty level has not. Each week, I've had to write a whole episode, which can take me anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half, record it, which takes about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how articulate I am, and after that, I have to edit the audio. I've gotten better at editing the podcast down. I have presets and a bunch of canned music that I can put anywhere that needs a better transition. And when I first started, it took me around two full hours to edit, which is kind of ridiculous. But I started discovering key commands and faster ways to edit. I timed my last editing session, and I just barely crested an hour and ten minutes which is, again, a variable number depending on my performance. Yet that's still an exhausting amount of time for an episode that's only 10 minutes long. If it sounds like I'm complaining, it's because I am. This is a lot of work for not very much gain, if I'm being honest. You have to really love it and want to continue podcasting all the time. I think we have this peculiar sort of tunnel vision around around social media careers. We see them as easy and cool alternatives to everyday normal jobs. And to be fair, it is cool to be making a podcast and putting it out into the world. But it certainly isn't the cakewalk it seems to be. It's also not manual labor on a construction site, so I will say that there are levels to this debate. But the myth that social media work is somehow really easy is just not true. As a hobby, podcasting actually has a lot going for it. Nowhere else in time would you be able to reach as many people with as little effort. If you enjoy finishing things and sending your podcasts out into the world, and you can do it consistently, you will find an audience. The only question is, how big is that audience? And how long will it take? Some people get tens of views right away, but stagnate after a few episodes. Lots of people just make it a certain amount on one episode and stagnate right away with only a few views for each episode. I'll be happy if Peculiar Pastimes hits 50 all-time views, because it's a great example of what not to do and that you still can have some success. There was zero promotion that went into this show. Like, nothing. There's technically a Twitter account that never got posted to, and the show is on, I think, five different podcasting platforms. But there's nothing specifically noteworthy about the show. There's no celebrities, no exciting interviews, and not very many people know about it. And that's the problem. There's so many podcasts out there, and you need to break through the clutter with something. I'm surprised that I have gotten views that aren't my parents. Maybe the algorithm has favored me, or maybe it's really disfavored me. Whatever it may be, it's been an interesting ride to try and post content each week and see what kind of viewers I can get by doing nothing. The coolest thing for me, though, is just finishing something. I'm the type of creative who really feels the need to polish something before I release it to the world. But this is such a compressed timeline that I just don't have that luxury. I write, edit, and release these podcasts usually over the span of three days or less. One day to write, one day to shoot, edit, and release. Or maybe it takes me two days to edit, or two days to write. 
yet I have this pressure to follow the hosting schedule that I've set out for myself. While it's daunting and it may not always be my best work, it also means that I've already finished nine episodes, almost ten as I have written this, which is much more than I usually finish. So there is something to be said for this sort of vast iteration. You have to try out ideas and workshop them in real time in a low-stakes environment. Ten-minute podcasts probably aren't the most ideal podcast length, but the thought of spending hours working on a half-hour podcast or an hour-long podcast that will probably flop is more harrowing than a simple ten-minute one that I can just do another one of next week. It's ultimately a mixture of skill and luck when it comes to podcasts. You never know what might be the hit, and you never know what won't. I'd almost like to call it an anti-hobby. It's kind of a perennial, broke side hustle. You'll probably never make any money off of it. But your mind thinks as you do this hobby. Well, but what if I got lucky? Maybe it's a gambling instinct deep within us, or perhaps it's just an artistic flair that wants the world to know our art. Whatever it may be, you've got to cast it out there. Thanks for listening, everyone. That'll be all for this season of Peculiar Pastimes. Who knows, maybe the show will return in the future. So, I probably won't see you next week. Perhaps I will.